peace and light everyone and welcome to talk soups sunday spiritual boost i am your host dr jackie today's session is dedicated to being spiritual and so i title this session sunday sessions this is your weekly dose of inspiration and a spiritual uplifting as we go through life it can be easy to get caught up in the stress and chaos of our daily routines and sunday sessions is here to help you take a step back reflect and reconnect with your spiritual essence and so each Sunday, we'll explore different spiritual practices and philosophies to help you find inner peace and balance. So whether you're looking for wisdom from ancient teachings or up-to-date scientific research on mindfulness and spirituality, I got you covered. The sessions are designed to help you cultivate a deeper understanding of yourself your place in the world, and your spiritual journey. Throughout our sessions, we will invite spiritual teachers, experts, and healers to share, or I will be sharing articles and books and information from spiritual teachers, experts, and healers to um, share their knowledge and their insight with us as we journey on the Sunday Spiritual Boost. We'll be exploring topics such as meditation, yoga, breath work, manifestation, astrology, and energy healing, just to name a few. But together, we'll explore ways to elevate our consciousness, deepen our spiritual practices, and nurture our inner selves. So at Sunday sessions, I really do believe that spirituality is not just a personal journey, but it's a collective journey. I'm inviting you to participate in the conversation and connect with like-minded individuals who will be on the same path as you are, sharing the same interests in spirituality and well-being. So no matter where you are, on your spiritual path. I welcome you to join me for Sunday sessions and explore the many facets of spirituality and personal growth. So tune in, relax, and open your heart and mind to the endless possibilities that Sunday sessions has to offer. Get ready to discover new tools and insights that will help you elevate your consciousness and transform your life. So to kick the show off, you guys probably already know that prayer and meditation are my favorite spiritual tools. Prayer, it's an integral part of many religions and spiritual practices. It has a way for us to connect with the divine and express our gratitude, hopes, and wishes. No matter what faith or belief system you follow, Prayer can help you find inner peace, clarity, and guidance. For instance, in Christianity, prayer is usually addressed to God, the Father, and is often concluded with the phrase, in Jesus' name, amen. Prayers can be formal or informal, 
and can be done alone or in a group. Some of the most common Christian prayers include the Lord's Prayer, the Hail Mary, and the Serenity Prayer. In Islam, prayer or Salah is one of the five pillars of Islam, and it's performed five times a day. It involves it involves facing towards the Kaaba in Mecca, reciting verses from the Quran, and performing a series of specific physical movements. Prayer is seen as a way to strengthen our relationship with Allah and seek his guidance and blessings. And in Hinduism, prayers are performed to various deities or deities and can involve offerings of flowers, fruits, and other items. One of the most common Hindu prayers is the Gayatra Mantra or the Gayatri Mantra. I love this mantra. I mean, this Gayatri or Gayatra, however you pronounce it, mantra, wraps source and creation up so beautifully. And so the Gayatri mantra is believed to enhance spiritual knowledge and wisdom, especially, you know, you guys, I've tried, once I discovered the Gayatri mantra doing my spiritual quest earlier in my life, it's recommended that you recite it 108 times for the full effect to really take place. And I believe it does. It is beautiful. You guys could should try look this one up. The Hindu Gayatri Mantra or Gayatri Mantra. And then in Buddhism, prayer involves reciting mantras, sutras, or chants. Prayer is seen as a way to cultivate inner peace compassion and wisdom one of the most well-known buddhist prayers is the metta prayer which is used to cultivate loving kindness towards all beings and don't we all need that in taoism prayer involves connecting with the tao or the universal principle that underlies all things prayer can be done through meditation visualization and reciting specific phrases or mantras in indigenous spiritual practices prayer is often done communally and involves connecting with the natural world and the spirits of ancestors it can involve drumming singing and dancing as well as offering sacred items such as tobacco or sage so there you have it no matter what spiritual practice you follow prayer can be a powerful tool for connecting with the divine cultivating inner peace and finding guidance whether you choose to recite formal prayers from a specific tradition or create your own personalized prayers on a regular uh, basis. Regular prayer can help deepen your spiritual practice and enhance your connection to the divine. Prayer, it's an integral part of many religions and spiritual practices. It's a way for us to keep that connection with the divine or source and express our gratitude it brings us um 
the opportunity within to have hopes and wishes. And, you know, it doesn't matter what faith or belief system you follow. Prayer can help you find inner peace, clarity, and guidance. And so all the different practices or the different religions and spirituality or spiritual ways, they have a certain way that they go about communing with the life force or divine God or the self. And so it really doesn't matter what practice we follow. Prayer can be a very powerful tool for connecting with the divine. And then we want to cultivate inner peace, you know, and find that guidance that we need because life can be challenging. But it's important to remember that every obstacle that we face is an opportunity for growth and transformation, even in the darkest of times. And I stress that because, you know, I've been there. But even during those times when we pray, it seems like there's always a glimmer of hope and a chance for better outcomes or a better tomorrow. And so moving right along, I want to segue into a moral story to illustrate the point is, um, to illustrate this point, the um, story is titled The Tale of the Butterfly. One day, a man was walking in the woods when he came across a cocoon of a butterfly. He watched as the butterfly struggled to break free from its cocoon. But no matter how hard it tried, it seemed to be stuck. Feeling sorry for the struggling creature, the man decided to help. He took out a pair of scissors and carefully cut the cocoon open freeing the butterfly. But as soon as he did, he noticed that the butterfly's wings were shriveled and weak. It couldn't fly. Confused and concerned, the man went to a nearby expert on butterflies and explained what happened. The expert explained that the struggle of breaking free from the cocoon is necessary for the butterfly's wings to become strong enough for flight. But cutting the cocoon open, the man had actually hindered the butterfly's natural transformation process. The moral of this story is that sometimes we need to struggle in order to grow and become stronger obstacles and challenges or not meant to be avoided, but instead they're opportunities for us to tap into our inner strength and resilience. And just like the butterfly, if we allow ourselves to experience the struggle and push through it, we'll emerge stronger and more capable than ever before. So I challenge you, I challenge us to embrace life's challenges and trust in our own inner strength and resilience. And remember, every obstacle is an opportunity for growth and a chance for a brighter tomorrow. And I know that this can be a tough one here, guys. Things get 
to piling on us and it seems like whoa wait a minute i need a break and then more things come whether it's coming from the family whether it's coming from a loved one whether it's coming from word friends whatever and it seems as if the oh my gosh why am i going through so much but every obstacle and i truly believe and that this is how source this is how god want us to face obstacles i believe that every obstacle is an opportunity to help us strengthen in certain areas but we have to know where we are spiritually i mean we can't stay stuck in the foundational level teachings and things that we learn and holding on to it without growing so sometimes we need a push a boost and yeah it may come from our trials and tribulations and then added trials and tribulations from the kids and the family and the hubby spouse whatever but remember the source knows your inner self knows so tap into your intuition during these times and if you guys have not learned how to tap into your inner intuition please study and research it and i can pass you on some information or you can always call me um or hit me up email me because i just don't give my number out unless you go on a website if you go on my website pimsbalance.com you can just send me a message and then i'll respond but definitely develop your intuition that one sense that people say oh my first mind told me that first mind is always right that first mind is always the higher um highest good for us and so just remember that you know there's on the other side of all these trial trials that we go through there is a flip side which is the brighter tomorrow so let's embrace things right now i want to discuss mental attitudes a mental attitude is important for every aspect of our lives right of course because we're thinking you know we have our perspectives and so you have to have a mental attitude and you have to decide which route you want your attitude to go um whether you want it to be positive or whether you want it to be negative or maybe you may be stoic and, and be in between i don't know but mental attitude refers to the way that we think and perceive the world around us our mental attitude plays a crucial role in determining how we feel how we believe and the quality of our lives a positive and healthy mental attitude can lead to increased happiness better relationships that we all want to have right everybody wants to be clocking and ticking good on the hunky-dory when it comes to our relationships and so having that positive mental attitude helps with that um having um a positive and healthy mental attitude can lead to increased happiness uh, physical health and greater success areas in your life got all those little relationships just working out well right and so i'm going to share some tips of some examples of positive mental attitudes number one gratitude gratitude is the practice of just being thankful for what we have in our lives a grateful attitude can help us focus on the positive things in our lives reduce feelings of stress and anxiety and it promotes emotional well-being what i am learning 
to do when it comes to my attitude, regardless to what is going on in my life, regardless to the days that I just don't feel like I can go anymore. I have learned to lean on what I call AWRR. All is well. All is well. I read a moral story in regards to a farmer who reacted in that way. You know, he 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 would just say, it is what it is. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to stress over anything because I know that the most high, the creator, creatress of the universe got everything in its palm. And so A.W., that's one of my, oh, you know what I'm saying? Not so all, like everything is, oh, we're going to kick it up and party and celebrate. But all, all is well, A.W. And so in saying that, I be grateful and I'm thankful that I know the source, God, the most high, has me in the palm of his hands and everything, regardless to if I'm going through H-E-double-L, and the struggles are coming and my spine is aching, I still know that all is going to be well. And so gratitude, please incorporate it into your daily life. And then there's resilience. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from difficult situations. A resilient attitude helps us remain positive and optimistic during times of stress and adversity, which in turn can help us find creative solutions to problems. Resilience goes hand in hand with gratitude, you guys. And then there's self-compassion. Self-compassion is the practice of treating ourselves with kindness and understanding. A self-compassionate attitude can help us overcome feelings of self-doubt and criticism and it promotes feelings of self-worth and confidence. Then there's the growth mindset. Now, this is a term that we utilize in health and wellness coaching often when we have clients that's ambivalent about whether or not they are ready to make the changes that need to be made so that they can get positive, healthy outcomes. We want that client to get into a growth mindset, not pushing it on it, being not being... Um, judgmental or anything, but kind of working with that client to help he or she kind of begin this growth mindset. So a growth mindset, it refers to the belief that we can learn and improve ourselves throughout our lives. We can do this. I got this. A growth mindset helps us approach challenges with a positive and an optimistic attitude, and it encourages us to keep learning and growing. On the other hand, negative mental attitudes can have detrimental effects on our lives, such as pessimism. Pessimism, the belief that things will inevitably turn out bad. This negative attitude can lead to feelings of hopelessness and helplessness, which in turn can lead to poor decisions and a lack of motivation to change or um, our circumstances. And then there's that old procrastination. Procrastination is the tendency to delay or avoid taking action on important tasks. Now, this mental attitude can lead to missed opportunities because people just, okay, I, I'll do it. You know, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, I'll do it in 15 minutes. And then feelings of stress and guilt, um, 
begin to take over and lack of progress towards your goals. Self-doubt, self-doubt is the belief that we are not capable or worthy of achieving our goals. This negative attitude can lead to feelings of inadequacy and hold us back from taking risks and pursuing our dreams. And when I think about self-doubt, I think about self-awareness, you know, um, self-confidence. When we are aware of who we are in the Most High, in God, you begin to have that confidence that, yeah, I can, I can do it. That's what this spiritual journey is about. It's about becoming authentically who you are and accepting who you are confidently. And then there's that old perfectionism. Perfectionism is the belief that everything we do must be flawless. I just got to straighten up all my towels in my bathroom, make sure the mats in the kitchen is so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, and my car got to be like this. Perfectionism. Thinking that everything you do must be flawless. Now, this negative attitude, it can lead to feelings of anxiety and self-criticism, as well as fear of failure, making mistakes. And so it's important to remember that our mental attitudes are not set in stone and can be changed with practice, intention, by cultivating positive thought patterns and a positive mental frame of mind. We can improve our overall well-being. There are many tools, techniques, and insights that we can use to deepen our spiritual practices and connect us with our inner selves. And so, here are a few examples. Definitely, number one on my list is meditation. Meditation is a powerful tool for calming the mind. It reduces stress and cultivating inner peace. By focusing on the breath or a specific mantra, we can quiet our minds and connect with our inner selves. There are many types of meditation, including mindfulness meditation, mantra meditation, and chakra meditation. And definitely get to know about the chakra system, you guys. I did an episode and I went really deep in the chakra system. It's our body's energy system. It's connected with the auras, the meridians, and also organs and glands. Then there's visualization. Visualization or using our imagination, it involves creating mental images of our goals and desires. By visualizing our ideal future, we can tap into our subconscious mind and manifest our dreams into reality. And then there's those affirmations. Affirmations, these are the positive statements that we can repeat to ourselves to change our thoughts and beliefs. And by repeating affirmations such as, I am worthy and deserving of love and happiness, we can promote a positive mental attitude and increase our self-confidence. And then there's gratitude. I mentioned gratitude earlier, but gratitude 
is the practice of being thankful for what we have in our lives by focusing on the positive aspects of our lives. We can begin to shift our mindsets from one of lack to one of confidence. Ancient spiritual philosophers have much wisdom to offer us as we navigate our spiritual journeys. One such philosopher is Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism and author of the Tao teaching. Lao Tzu teaches that we should live in harmony with the natural world and let go of our attachment to material possessions and ego-driven desires. He emphasizes the importance of cultivating inner stillness and simplicity and letting our actions arise naturally from our inner wisdom. Another philosopher worth mentioning is the Greek Stoic philosopher Epictetus. Epictetus teaches that we should focus on what is within our control and let go of what is beyond our control. By accepting what we cannot change and focusing on our own actions and attitudes, we can cultivate inner peace and avoid unnecessary suffering. Rumi, you guys should know by now that Rumi is one of my favorite 13th century philosophers. Rumi's a Persian, was a Persian poet. See, here I go, is because I believe we are energy. We're constant. We keep it moving after we transcend this body, right? But Rumi was a Persian poet, Islamic scholar, and Sufi mystic. His poetry is widely celebrated for its spiritual depth and wisdom and has been translated into multiple languages. Rumi's teaching focuses on the concept of divine love and the unity of all beings. One of Rumi's famous quotes is, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. Wow. Now, I love that quote because it reminds me of the most high as being universal. The most high is everywhere and in everything. And that's how we began to realize our divine selves by tapping into that thought, that mental thought that we are the most high. We are God. We are not the creator creatives, but we are a part of the most high. And that makes us God. We represent God. We represent the most high. One of um, the things that I like about this quote is it's a powerful reminder that we are not separate individuals, but rather part of a greater whole. We have the potential to be as vast and limitless as the ocean. If we can tap into our inner wisdom and connection with the divine. In ancient Kemet, it's also known as Egypt. It was home to one of the oldest and most advanced civilizations in human history. They had a deep reverence for the natural world and worshiped a pantheon of gods and goddesses. They didn't worship the gods and goddesses. They paid homage to the god and goddesses, but they worshiped the one most high. 
And so here's a prayer that's attributed to the goddess Aset, who was worshipped as the mother of creation among many things. Now, let me break it down because this is my a big part of my belief system. When we say that we worship the ancestors, we pay an homage to them. We are connecting certain aspects of like the goddess or the ancestor Aset. When we say worship, we say we, I mean, we, well, in my perspective, when I say worship, that means that I'm connecting with mother goddesses aspects and the things that she's known for and incorporating them into our, my life. And so that's the connection there. But many prayers were written to the gods of ancient Kemet and the goddess Aset representing the first mother of the universe. Many prayers were written to her. And so I'll share this prayer. Um, and again, she was worshipped as the mother of creation, among many other things. Goddess Isis, great of magic, pray protect me from all things evil, all things that wishes to harm me, all things that wishes to cause me hurt. Lend me your strength and love. Guide me through the storm. And in your great mercy, keep me always under your loving care. So in conclusion, there are many tools, techniques, and insights that we can use to deepen our spiritual practices and connect with our inner selves by using these practices in combination with the wisdom of ancient spiritual philosophers such as Lao Tzu and Epictetus and Rumi, we can cultivate greater wisdom, compassion, and joy in ourselves and in our lives. And so with that, I'm going to wrap up. I am going to leave you with an, an affirmation. I can do all things through the light of the Most High within me. Peace and light.